What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Playing podcast. It's your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. Y'all already know that I believe you can make the money and you can get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work. And today's guest, he gonna tell y'all how y'all could get some of this honey. Okay, this is going to be a great conversation. So come on in, get this good word. Make sure you share this episode right now, like right now share this episode with a friend like comment below ask your questions and subscribe to the channel this week's episode is brought to you by work university which happens to be the first black woman owned i'm the black woman y'all the first black woman owned online trade school that is on a mission to connect black women all around the world with the resources that you need so you can turn your existing skills into new streams of income for information on how you can connect with our content our curriculum and our community tap the link below or log on to workuniversity.com now today what you doing jack Today we got Jack Daniels in the building like the drink, y'all. Jack Daniels is here. He is the former host of the Black Love TV show, a five-time, count it up, one, two, three, four, five-time best-selling author and founder of the Good Men Dating Agency. If that don't deserve a round of applause for all of the good (laughs) women who are tuned in trying to get themselves a good man, listen up. Cause he gonna tell y'all how to do it. Welcome to the show, Jack. Thank you for having me. That of was course. like awesome. Thank I feel, you. I feel like I just walked down to the Apollo. Come on. Yeah, I mean I do. We I official like up in here. I, I, you doing it? I'm doing it. Let me tell y'all how I know Jack. Okay, me and Jack go way oh, back. Boy. I don't even know if you know this, Jack, but I used to have the Single Wives Club, right? I remember. I know that. you. I know yep. you know that. Yep. The very first time I ever got booked to do a panel interview at a church, y'all, way back when. Might have been like 2012, 2013, something like okay, that. Okay, Church panel, Jack was on the panel. I got my single wife shirt. <laughs> Jack got his I need a wife shirt. Oh, that was back then. That was back that then. He's like, okay, now I'm talking about. Yeah, so then. when I say we go way back, yeah, yeah, we yeah. go way yeah. back. We've yeah. both like evolved. Hey, but I got the husband, you found the wife, I we did the wife. thing. I just did mine a little sooner. You did yours a little sooner. That's all right. Though. Yes, you did yours a little sooner. As long sooner. as it happened for it you. It did. It did. It happened. I was a little more seasoned than I expected to be. But you know what? God had <laughs> a plan. I want to know, though, from you, Jack, because mm-hmm. back then, I'm sure you got, like, mixed reviews with the I Need a Wife thing. Did you or no? no not at all. So the only mixed review I got was from the girl that I was dating before I started the tour. 
Oh. Those were the mixed so reviews. So you had that a girlfriend, but you still felt like I need a I, wife, and it wasn't her. It wasn't that. So the I Need a Wife tour was not about me finding a wife. Okay. It was about introducing men. It was, it was talking about men. It was helping men have a voice. I, I, I ran into so many guys that were saying, hey, I'm single, successful, ready to be married, but I can't find a quality woman. Okay. So I really wanted to give men a platform and an opportunity to be able to express themselves, but then give them information and tools to help them understand how to better overcome what it was that they were struggling with, going through whatever the case. So we went around the country, mm -hmm. uh, 14 cities, over 22,000 people, and we did all of these symposiums and forums, and we brought all these people together, and it was amazing. So you had all these guys that were single and these women that were looking, and I said, hey, y'all all in the same place, let's mix and mingle. And that's what it was all about. It was about the men. Now, she took it like... You trying to say, I ain't good enough. I, it ain't me. You're going to be wearing around with this T-shirt on. Any woman would feel like that, Jack. Yeah, but I'm I, dating the man that got the idea to wear I mean, But I told her she was good enough. She just wasn't the one for me. I was going to say, this was not, this was not my shot. This was, was no, not no, 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 no. This was, this was definitely not her. This, okay. was, this was a woman who, because she didn't understand my purpose, mm -hmm. we weren't in alignment. Gotcha. And for her not to be able to understand that, it meant a lot to me. So I said to myself, if you can't get with me on this, if you can't ride with me on this, there's so many other things that I'm going to be doing. That you ain't going to get. You're not going to get. Did you break up with her that day? I you did a, not. You did not, okay, Jack. No, okay, so listen. So I, I, was just, I was just talking about this with... Uh, my good friend, April Mason. Yes. Hey, April. When you coming to the show, April? Yeah, so I, me and April, uh, I went, we, we were at, we went to an ice cream something. I don't know where it was. It was, on, it was in Buckhead somewhere. We went to, a, went to an ice cream parlor. She sat me down and she was like, that's not the girl for you. I said, are you sure? I'm like, but she's, she, she got, she's, mm, and I she like it. She looked like and, the girl for and me. everything was like, mm. right and right. And she said, but she doesn't get what you're trying to do. And I said, you're right. So I did break up with her. I didn't mm -hmm. break up with her like immediately, mm -hmm. but like probably like a week, two weeks. I was like, you know, this ain't okay. Work. So this you didn't. The reason I asked that is because a lot of times I feel like, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but I feel like men realize, okay, you're not the one, mm -hmm. but you are one. So I'm gonna just keep you around for a little bit because you are tight and right. So I was that's just... true. Most some I'm not gonna say most. Go ahead and say some most. Some men do do that. Mm -hmm. But that's just that's you know back then back then I was talking about the freak friend forever, you remember that? No, I don't. You don't remember the freak and friend forever? The people don't know about it. So what is okay, the freak so and the friend of the forever? Back then I was I was I was talking about men have men group women into three categories. Mm -hmm. There's the freak, the friend, and the forever. The freak is the one who you know it's just straight up drop it like it's hot, no questions asked. You know what she gonna do? She I mean you call her up, that's what she does. The friend is the person that you can rely on. The person that you, you is probably platonic. You can lay your head on her shoulder. You can cry, tell her all your feelings. But she's not the one that you actually marry. The forever is the woman that has marriage potential and the one that you marry. Now, the problem is men have all these three categories. But what happens is women get confused about which category they in. It's a lot of freaks who think they are forever mm -hmm. when typically they're not a forever. They're just the freak. And men, what they do is they keep some of these people on the side and then these with like, you know, like the platonic friend, she can possibly move up to the forever, but the freak will never become the forever. But she but she's misconstrued and she thinks that she will, so she sticks around and sticks around. And the guy will string her along with all of his stringing strategies. Which was gonna bring me right around to is she confused or are y'all confusing her? Because uh, how could she stick around? Most if of the you... time, it's most of the time it's the guy doing the confusing. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, it's a lot of guys that are selfish and they're playing that game and they're trying to get what they can get until they get with the one that they actually want a wife. And she hopefully is the freak, the friend, and you're gonna keep her forever. But you can only be the freak, friend, and the forever when you become a wife. If you're not a wife, you can't be all three. A lot of women say, well, I'm all three. No, you're not, because he didn't wife you. But you want the wife to be all three. You want her three. to be all three, yes. But ladies, you can't be out here being a freak <laughs> when you're trying to be the forever. I think that is a big misconception. Which one, Which part? The the part that is, I'm going to show him the freakiness so that yeah. he wants me forever. Men and don't, what men you're don't saying, buy that. Men don't buy that. Mm, we don't buy that. We can get they a rent it. We they rent it, but they ain't buying it. They rent it, they don't buy it. We can get a dime a dozen. 
I just I just talked to somebody who was saying sex is really really cheap abroad. <laughs> you can you can buy it for a minimal price, mm-hmm. but that's not what you. Sex is is great for men, but I, I want I want women to understand how men think about sex. It's not just necessarily like sex for us is more of a release. Now, when you get into a relationship that has validity, it becomes more of a connection and 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 a vibe and an alignment. But in the meantime, between time, it's just a release. Most men. Can we talk deep? We, can can talk, we, talk? we on YouTube. I don't know how deep you want to get on here. Deep. Okay, so let's 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 talk a little bit about the way men think. Okay. Can can we do that? Please. Just the ladies want to know. All right. So I was uh, since we're talking about I need a wife. Uh, during that time frame, I was conducting these these trials and case studies. Uh, I went around and I collected information from. Multiple men, like thousands of men, hundreds of men, to to compile the book, right? And I did this. I did this this study. I put thirty guys in a room, and I, I we, we were in a circle, and I'm asking them questions. I'm asking them deep questions. I don't ask. Regular, I'm a therapist by trade, so I ask deeper questions than just the normal person. So I asked this one question. I said, by show of hands, it's thirty guys in the room. By show of hands, how many of you have had sex with a woman? that you're not married to, but have purposely tried to get her pregnant. I'll ask it again, because I want you to hear the question. How many of you have had sex with a woman that you're not married to and have purposely tried to get her pregnant? 28 out of the 30 hands in the room went up in the air. Now, if I'm honest- So it's just not women out here trying to trap. No, no, okay, so if I'm honest, my hand was up up in the air too. Mm. But here, so as a therapist, I said, well, I need to figure out why. So mm-hmm. I go around the room and I start questioning and asking these guys, like, well, well, well why did you have sex with this woman? And and you weren't married to her. You didn't have any intention on marriage, but you, you tried to purposely get oh, her pregnant. Oh, and they didn't have any intention. Purposely tried to get her pregnant. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. You go around the room, talk to one guy. Okay, well, my dad was never there for me. And I felt like if I had a baby, I would be more of a man than my dad was. Logical. I get it. Another guy comes up and he says, you know, well, the guys in my neighborhood, they were always telling me the more women that I get, the, the, the more of a man I would be. Another guy, the more babies I had, the more I felt like I was a man. Another guy sitting in the corner, like I went all the way around the room. His head was sunk down. He was trying to avoid eye contact. I'm like, you know, I'm coming to you, right? He's looking down. I'm like, bro, why'd you do it? I, I just I want to know why'd you do it? He looked at me and he said, when I was younger, my mother used to always tell me that uh, I'd never amount to anything. And don't you dare bring anything as black as you into Mm. this house. So the first woman that he can get into a relationship with that didn't look like his mother, he tried to get her pregnant just so that he can bring a baby home to make his mother proud. There's some deep-seated issues inside of a lot of men that we haven't even discussed, mm-hmm. that, that that we don't talk about, we don't we don't we don't touch on. Simply, we, we men go through the motions of just going, 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 going. Releases are things that keep us from going crazy. Whether the stresses that we have, because a lot of men don't talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't. I mean, a lot of men don't have anybody Not to talk to. Not these conversations. Not these conversations. We don't like the 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 most we talk. We, we talk to our homeboys, but we don't talk about what we need to be talking about. We talk about the game. Mm-hmm. We talk about how to get money, how to stay in our bag, how, how you know, like what, what that girl looks superficial like. Superficial stuff. Superficial stuff. But you need to have deeper conversations with some of these guys that, that you're hanging out with and, and understand, hey, man, are you stressed today? What's stressing you? How are you? What are you doing to actually relieve and release some of that stress? Some of these men are doing some violent some crazy things. I mean, from 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 the social emotional standpoint, you gotta get dig gotta get deeper into who you are as a man. So, sex for us is not just about um, the connection piece like it is for women. And another thing, I tell you real quick, since we're talking about all of this, you might as well just go and dive a little bit deeper into. You ever notice when, like, and I ain't saying now. I'm talking about back in the day when you 
Yeah, because I'm a married you, woman you're now. You're a married Jay. woman now. Back in the day when you was out in the streets and you talking about I wasn't your, in these streets. You talking about your, you talk okay, so your homegirls was in the streets. Yeah, my okay. homegirls, baby. I homegirl. was not in these okay. streets. All right, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> your homegirls was out in the, in the street. street. Yeah. I want you to think about the love of your life. Mm-hmm. Or your first boyfriend or boyfriend that you had in college or whenever the case. Mm-hmm. When was the first time that he said, I love you? Think about it. This is my homegirls, right? This is not this, me. This, this, this your homegirls. Typical homegirls. Oh, probably when they was having sex. When they was having sex. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, did he love you or did he love the feeling that he had? It's a big difference. Because if he loved you, he would have said, I loved you without the act, the interaction of that feeling. Mm-hmm. Thing is, he just wanted to express himself. This is a safe space. This is a, this is an area that I can actually express myself emotionally because oftentimes we don't get a chance to express ourselves because the only time we talk about or get a chance to express ourselves as men and we're not shunned, we're not talked about, we're not ridiculed by our homeboys is when we're talking about sex. Mm. Hey man, I was man, I was hitting that and it felt so good. Now I'm t- I can talk about my feelings. I mean, she makes she man, she boy. When she did this thing, boy, I felt I felt so good, dog. And your boy will celebrate you. But let me come and talk to you about what was going on when I was at home. I was feeling a little sad because my mom didn't come home until like ten o'clock, and I didn't get. They're gonna laugh at you. They're gonna laugh at me. They're gonna. It's it's, it's a ridicule. But when I'm with you. I'm having sex and I'm inside of you. I have a chance to absolutely just release, get it all off my chest. It's not to say that he doesn't love. It's not to say that he will not love you. It's just to say that he loves that feeling Mm -hmm. in that moment. Does that make sense? And a woman, when when we bring it back to the men are from Mars, women are from Venus, what you are saying and what a woman is hearing, mm-hmm. two totally different things. Because yeah. she'll be like, well, they love me. She's going to call up a girlfriend. He said he loved me. She's not yeah. going to say he said it while we was having sex. She's going to say he said he loved me. At the height of his orgasm. Yeah, it'd be lying. At the height. Y'all be lying. Oh, I love you. Do you? Or Ladies, do you just you love heard, the You film? heard it here first. <laughs> it's all a lie. It was all a lie. Do not believe it. But what you're saying is, deep right yeah. because you know as a mother to a son it, mm-hmm. it, i have these conversations with myself and with my husband about you know raising emotionally intelligent and not necessarily like vulnerable men but men yeah. don't have a chance to ever be vulnerable it's challenging when you think about men and our conversations i had this conversation with with with, with a group of boys when is it not a time that you're being hollered at as a boy. You think about it, uh, when you're growing up, you do something wrong, somebody hollers it. And, and, and I'm talking about men to men, mm-hmm. right? Like these conversations with men to men. So there's, there's, there's men that are hollering at me. Uh, I grew up on the corner, um, I grew up in the neighborhood, and, and the, dude, the older dudes are hollering at me. Uh, I do something wrong, my uncle punched me in the chest and he's hollering at me. Uh, I, I start playing sports, the coach is hollering at me. Mm-hmm. I go to church. This dude is like definitely hollering he's sweating at and he's, he's hollering at me. So as a man, we always trying to want to, I go in the barbershop, it's happening. These conversations, I'm, everybody's trying to one up each other. I'm talking over, I'm talking over. When is there a chance for us to actually have a, a candid conversation and dialogue with each other when somebody's always hollering? If you take it a step further and you send them, he gets into some disciplinary problems and he goes to prison, you got people hollering at you. You go to the military, people hollering at you. When as a man can I have a candid conversation about my feelings, about what's going on inside of me? We got to start having bigger, broader, deeper dialogues with one another Mm -hmm. as men and challenging each other to do so. So are you you still offering therapy? Because they're going to be like, I need to holler at Jack after this. <laughs> what you doing now, Jack? You offering therapy still? And my price is high. You know that. Damn. Oh, okay, oh, so yeah. if you don't got a big bag, <laughs> holler at your boys. Don't holler at Jack. Okay. But what you do have yeah. is the Good Men's Club. The Good Men's Club. Tell us about it. Because yeah. the, the question we hear often is, where are the good men? And when I had the Single Wives Club, mm-hmm. I 
could bring out the ladies. Yeah. Hello, they are coming. Yeah. But it was always like, I don't want to just come to speed dating and there's one man in a room. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, where yeah. are the men? And Jack got the men, y'all. I've never had a problem finding good You've guys. never had a problem? I've never had a problem. I, I think good dudes are everywhere. And I get tired of hearing the narrative that there are no good men, that's so hard to find. They're everywhere. I think you're just looking for the wrong. What happens is you got a lot of women that's trying to convert that bad dude into a good dude, hoping that that Ray Ray and and Tata and and Dre is gonna turn out to be that good dude. I don't have a problem finding good dudes. Good dudes are sitting in the cut waiting to be discovered by anybody. I ain't talking about you know they waiting to be found because they out looking and mm-hmm. hunting. They doing their thing. I have a problem finding good men. So 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 what are the good man's problem? Because you said that they they said we're ready, we're successful, but yep. we're still single. We can't find what what is their chief complaint? Like, what is their experience? I think it has become this. So let me tell you about the good man's club first. OK, the good man's club is a place where I collect and try to connect as many good men as possible to good women. Mm hmm. That's it. That's the mission. I got three three separate things that I do for the mission. One, I want to try to highlight as many good men as possible because women think that they don't exist and mm-hmm. exist. I got like a whole database full of all these good guys. Second thing is I want to get you, I want to help you understand the minds of men. So get inside of like, well, what's really going on to, to, to your question? Like, well, why, why are we failing to connect? Where's the disconnect? And then the third thing is to just hook you up. I just want to hook you up. So I want to highlight men, help you understand them, and hook you up as best I can. That's all the good men's club is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we do live streams like every week, and I introduce you to— Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m., 8 p.m. Central. And, and I'm introducing you to great guys that—I'm talking about good guys. I'm talking about— Oh, I be, I be sending the I'm, ladies. I'm, I'm I be sending like, your videos to the ladies. Like, you need to tap in. Like, look, these guys, like, never been married, no kids— they looking one for one. One of them was on that line, though, Jack. Let me just tell you. Okay, wait a minute. Tell one of them was on. I don't even remember which one, but I tuned in one night and it was like he rehearsed these answers. It was like everything he said. He was lying. He was lying. I think he was I, lying. Listen, I vet these guys so hard. My questions are hard. I don't. I don't. I don't play around because I believe. And the one thing I one thing I believe in is protecting black women. Mm-hmm. I stand by it. I, I'm 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 firm with it. So I want to make sure that there's a process in play, mm-hmm. so that that protects them in a way that, that that steers them away from some of the scams and some of the some of the foolishness. Because there's a lot of it out. So there. what's the next step after the show? Do women like write you and say I want him? Like what happens after that? If I somebody actually, sees I actually, it and they like, I actually give them a chance to shoot their shot. I give them that guy's information and say, hey, if you're interested, reach out. If you're not interested and you know a yeah, a homegirl or a sister or a cousin or pass auntie or something. Pass it on to somebody else so we can all get connected. So for me, I want you to shoot your shot. I'm not, I'm, I always tell people I'm not a matchmaker. Don't hold me accountable I'm now. Not, I am not a matchmaker. I am a multiplier. Come on, multiply. I am going to multiply your options and opportunities for you to be able to meet someone that's going to, and put you in position to be able to be found, be discovered, but I am not a matchmaker. Because that matchmaker thing, woof. I don't play. I mean, that's for other people to do. That's not for me to do. That's not your ministry. I just want to create opportunities for you to be discovered. So what are these men looking for? Peace. Woo! How many? If I had a dollar. Peace. But every time I've heard that. I mean, What does that look like, though? Is that just like being nice, being pleasant? Like, how does a woman become more peaceful? I think it, one... Let's dial it down. Dial it down, disconnect from everything outside of yourself. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of social media. There's a lot of television. Mm -hmm. We got to disconnect from some of those things so that you can get in tune with who you are and what it is that you want. I always tell women that it's three things that's keeping you single. Take out your notepads, ladies. Your list, your love story, and your location. Okay. Your list, your love story, your location. Your list is entirely too long and inaccurate. So some of the things that you actually look for things. do not exist and has keeping you stuck. Your list is keeping you loveless, literally. Mm. Okay? Then it's your love story. What, what love story have you been telling yourself since you were 13 years old? 
is, is somebody going to come along and rescue you? Is somebody going to come along and be your business partner? Is somebody going to be come along and be the best sex that you've ever had in your life? And is somebody going to be come along and be a combination of all of those things? Your love story or the past love stories that you failed at, some of those past dramas, those, mm-hmm. those heartaches, those hurts, those hard times that some guy has actually put you through, if, is that love story keeping you from being discovered by somebody else because you've been wearing that as a badge on your forehead that says, don't you dare come into my space bringing that foolishness when he didn't even try. He, this is a brand new guy. Mm-hmm. This ain't Tyrone. This ain't, this ain't Dre. This is a brand new guy that wants an opportunity to be able to explore who you are as a woman, your love story or your location. They got to move. I'm not saying move, but you need to I move. met my husband in Atlanta, Jack. They you, say they ain't here. Oh, they here. I know. They I know, here. I know they here. You need to That's move. I ain't saying you need to move. You need to move differently. Ooh, okay. How you move and where you move. Example. I don't know how many single women that I have met that live in the suburbs. What are you doing <laughs> in the suburbs? Ain't nobody in the suburbs but married men looking to be somebody's sugar daddy. You're not going to run into him in the grocery store. You're not going to run into him at the car. Well, I be going out. I don't be seeing nobody but married people. That's because you live in the suburbs. You need to go to where men are. If you're looking for men that are of caliber, that 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 have what it is that you desire, mm-hmm. you need to be in spaces and places that they actually are. Like, good, like it's not hard to meet great guys. You just you sitting at home on your I put I put a post out like all the time. They said he can't find you on your couch. Facts. He can't. He can't now. Yes, he can. I can I can sit. Girl, you better get out the house. <laughs> he ain't gonna find go to go to some of these spaces where quality guys actually hang out. Mm-hmm. And I try to showcase that to to women. Like I meet guys all the time. I meet them at these events. Um at a lounge, at at conferences, at at Home Depot. It's a gang man, of men at they Home be, Depot. I hate going to Home Depot. I never want to go there again. But you know what? You know, you know when you go to Home Depot, some of y'all be going to the wrong, Home Depot at the wrong time. A lot of women say, oh, "Okay, I'm going to Home Depot," and they make a big deal out of it. And they get up on Saturday mornings and go to Home Depot. Ain't nobody at Home Depot on Saturday mornings except husbands well, doing honey do? dudes. Where are you supposed to go? Go on an off day during the weekday, early in the morning. When the contractors are there, the contractors are the ones okay, that actually Okay, that's a different strategy. Okay. Contract, the contractors are the ones that control the money. They there for work. They're not there for the house. They there for the work, but they mm. there they there to get they they there to get the materials for the people that work for them. They work, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying? I ain't talking about the dude that, that that's fixing something. I'm talking about the dude that's paying for that's the people building that are actually something. fixing yeah. something. Yeah. Okay, I hope y'all got your thing. He, he right, y'all. He is not lying. You know where the good man at. Let's say, okay, you going to the grocery. I go to the grocery store, okay? You go to the grocery store. I'm always at the grocery store. I don't see no men at the grocery store. I don't see them at Target. Ain't no man shopping. Ain't no single man Facts. shopping at Target. Facts. Ain't no man, ain't Facts. no single man shopping at TJ Maxx or Marshall. Look, if you gonna go to the grocery store and you're gonna meet single guys, this is when you go to the grocery store. Can I tell them? Tell them, please. This is when you go go to the grocery store at nine o'clock at night. Late night. On a weekday. hmm Let me tell you, and these are the aisles you go down. You go down the bread aisle. You go down the cereal aisle. Because these men cannot <laughs> come down home making sandwiches and bowls of it. cereal. You know he's single. Facts. He's single. Like, what is he doing in the cereal aisle at 9 o'clock at night? With his grown ass. Yo, you're right. He He's single. He ain't got no food at home. And he, he's he just there realized to pick up. he don't have no food. You go to the grocery store after 9 o'clock p.m., you're going to see nothing but men in there. I promise you. I've sent, single, I've sent women there I don't know how many times. And they've lucked out. Now, here's how you go to the grocery store. Let me tell you that. Don't get all dolled up. Don't put all your heels on. Come from work. Smelling all good. No, no. Put your yoga pants on. Put your put your, your little, your little, your little uh, what you call that thing? Like the, the T-shirt. The, uh, tank top? The tank uh, top. Put your tank top on. Put a ball cap on. I was about to say, not a bonnet, sneakers. Jack. We ain't sent them to the store in a bonnet. Not now. a bonnet. Okay. Put your ball cap on and sneakers. Or just tie your hair in a ponytail. Put it up in a bun, whatever. Look as plain as you possibly can. No makeup, no done up. Take your eyelashes, all that stuff that y'all, you don't need all that. And you know what? Nine times out of ten, you're going to get hit on. You know why? Because men like it when we know what we're going to wake up to in the morning. 
And if you all the way dressed down, I see exactly what you're going to look like. And I, I know what the baseline is. I know what I got and to work with. And we can grow from here. You can grow from there. But hmm. if you're looking good right now, oh, my God, when you try, it's going to be even better. One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at oseamalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Nine o'clock, dress down. Stop y'all doing too much. You're doing the most. And you don't need to. What was the question? We got to peace. We got to peace. What we do the men want? Okay. Yeah, we got to peace. Besides okay. the peace. Okay. That was good, though. I appreciate that tangent because okay. they took some notes. They, they okay, had to go to the store right now. Go I'm after sorry. the show, ladies. Yeah, after the show. Okay, so we're looking for peace. Mm-hmm. But they're also looking for alignment. So I, I just had a guy on yesterday, uh, and he was talking about purpose. And he was talking about, now he lives in, he lives in Columbia, South America. Okay. Black guy. Black guy lives in Columbia, South America. Moved and from, he can't find no wife in Columbia. I heard about this. He ain't looking, for, he ain't looking oh, for one in Columbia. Okay. He wants an American woman. Okay. He wants somebody that understands him. Because if you have somebody from an from international community or culture, it's hard to understand. There are barriers that exist. Mm-hmm. He, said, he, he comes back and forth all the time. And he said, look, I'm looking for somebody who gets me, who understands me. Who, who 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 knows how to make me feel like I matter, I fit in, I'm seen, I'm heard, and you understand some of my struggles. Mm-hmm. The man said, "Look, I'll come back and forth. All you need, you need a passport. If I need to fly you back and forth, that's fine. I got a maid, I got I got I got a chef, and I got a driver. You ain't got to worry about nothing. And if we get real serious, I will relocate you. These are men." These are these are never been married, uh, never had, don't have n- no kids. Mm-hmm. Um, six three can bench press three hundred fifteen pounds. These are men. Was he three hundred fifteen pounds? He won three hundred fifteen. No, okay. these are men. And they can find these replays where? Because they're like, well, where is he? They go to I'm going to Columbia. You can go to facebook.com forward slash Jack Daniels TV. And we can see the replay. You can see the replay. You could go through the yeah. the the, uh, the Rolodex of the fellas. Yeah, go through all of them. And, you know, you know, go to YouTube. You can see all that. But that's not the point. That's the point. Yeah. The ladies want to know where he at. I mean, but the point, they, they everywhere is what I'm trying to tell you. So they're looking for peace. Mm-hmm. They're looking for purpose. Mm-hmm. They're looking for potentially their next soul. Uh, I don't want to say next soulmate. Their last soulmate. Okay. Somebody who gets them. Someone who understands them. Because a lot of men feel like. Can can we be honest on here? Please. With this boss chick boss movement, like we we out here, we doing our thing. We you know we don't need you. We we got our own thing going on as women. Is that what we do? That's what y'all, I don't know. That's I don't, I don't know where that came from. That just it came out of the blue. I don't know. <laughs> That's the best impersonation I got as a woman. Uh, men are wondering where do we fit? Where do we fit as a man? And how do I? How do I? How do I? If you don't need me, if you're so strong, what does that make me as a man? Does that make me weak or does that make me strong? Because if I'm strong, 
and when you're strong, then who's going to hold us up when, when, when things are, you know what I'm saying? So it's the, I want to understand where I fit because I haven't met a woman yet. And I've been, I've been, I, I didn't coach thousands of people, counsel thousands of people from, from CEOs of corporations, fortune 500 companies to, 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 uh, celebrities, to, to single moms, to even, even dudes in cell block D. I, I ain't met one woman. I ain't met one woman that has said she didn't want to just ride in the passenger seat. No matter how much boss chicken she doing, she just wants to ride. I'll give you an example. Oh, I'm about to say, I definitely want to ride in the passenger seat, but that's what you're saying. You, that's what I'm saying. Yes. So, okay. So women, and I'm not, and that's not a knock, it's a metaphor. Mm-hmm. It's not saying that that's all you want to do and you can't do anything else in your life. It's to say... There's a role, there's a position that you want to have as a woman that you just want to sit back and let your hair down, kick your feet up, and let your man take care of what he needs to take care of. Mm-hmm. I want him to be the man. I want him to lead. I want him to guide. I want him to be that dude that I don't have to worry about anything. I don't want to be out here boss chicken Facts. as much as I am. Now, some women are going to take this and they're going to go, yes, I do. That's they cool. lie. That's cool. I know you lie. Because at the end of the day, I have seen... The, the the biggest, the baddest boss chicks that are just sitting at home with a cold pillow uh, alone and the, the rest, the other side of the bed is, is cold as well. And the only friend they got, got batteries in it. Facts. What I'm saying is they want a man that can, I don't say handle them, but that can, that can hold them up when times are hard. If they say, hey, I don't want to do this anymore, they want a man to say, don't worry about it, baby. You ain't got to. I got you. Mm-hmm. Them, like, them, them three words right there, I got you. Let me say that. Hold on. I got you. I don't know why I'm doing it. I'm married. I'm going to say my shot. My shot. Don't come down to the studio. He's doing this all on his own. That's all that's, on his own. But that's what men, but, but a man to actually say that mm-hmm. to a woman, oh, my God. However... You are married yeah. to a very successful, yep. very successful yep. in her own right. Yep. If y'all didn't see my episode with Marshawn, yep. it was a tearjerker. We had a time on that episode, okay? This is her husband, y'all. I ain't get y'all here together. Maybe next time. But yeah. you are married to a very successful woman. Mm-hmm. Did she, don't be mad at me, Marshawn, but did she have a hard time turning that off or did she have to like she how did. did that she absolutely did 100 percent. had and a hard time she did and here's how i here's how i eliminated that question in her mind because every woman has it in the back of her mind and it really boils down to trust mm-hmm. can i trust you enough to have me you say you got me but can i trust you enough let me give let me give you a prime example of when we were dating right and uh she had a she had a she had a light bulb that went out in her house and it was in her kitchen. And I was like, oh, I need to change the light bulb. And I said, do you have any light bulbs? And she said, yeah, 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 I think I got some here. And if, she, if you didn't have it, I was going to go to the store and go get it. But she had one. She gave me the light bulb. I said, okay, I'm going to change this. I get the chair to change the light bulb. I'm standing up on the chair, and I'm, I'm trying to change the light bulb. I look down. She's standing up under me. I said, what are you doing? She said, well, I, I just want to make sure that you do it. No, no. I said, I got it. You don't have to make sure of anything. I got this. That's one example of her not really being sure because she had to do everything on her own mm-hmm. as a Gotta woman. Got to make sure you do it right. She was accustomed to it. Mm-hmm. And she was accustomed to like making sure that things happen because a lot of women by default have to play that role as strong women, right? Mm-hmm. Another example, she used to go to the grocery store and I was there. I don't know what I was, I don't know why I was in her place, but she went. She went to the store or something, came back with all the bags, you know, the little plastic bags that you gotta carry. And she had steps going up in, in, in her place. And she said, Can you help me with the groceries? Oh, okay, I ain't got no problem with that. I go down and get the groceries. I come back up. Now, as a man, I grab all the groceries at the same time, bring them all up at the same time and be like, Okay, here we go. Lock the doors, made every sure. I only had to take one trip. Now she says, That's it? You, you ain't got you ain't got to go back down. I'm like, no, that's it. She said, I've never had that happen before. <laughs> I, I've always had to make like four or five trips. She's a woman. I said, baby, when I'm around, you don't have to worry about things like that. It's not to say that it's just because of my strength. It's to say, I got you. Mm-hmm. You can trust me. 
little examples like that over time allows her the opportunity to let go of that mentality that I'm wondering if he's just going if he's going to mess up like the last guy. Mm-hmm. Is is he going to leave me like the last guy? Can I trust him more than I trusted the last guy or that I trusted my dad or that I trusted the person that broke my heart or I trusted my teacher or my uncle? Like can I trust him so that I can relinquish control of everything that I've always been in control of? Little examples like that over time is how I snapped her out of it. Speaking of trust, though, y'all was real secretive and private with y'all relationship. Yeah, it was necessary. Why? Why, was, Jack? Um, Because I remember I had this auction down at Frank Ski's. <laughs> I had an auction. Y'all single wild stuff auction down at Frank Ski's. Shout out to Rashad Ali. She hosted for me. And you came by to support. I think I remember But Jack that, yeah. would not be in the auction. And I did not know why. <laughs> I'm like, Jack, why you couldn't be in the auction? Like, what's up? And he's like. I got a little something, uh, you know, I'm, date, I'm dating somebody. I'm like, Jack, I didn't talk to you a million times. We yeah. had a dozen conversations, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. didn't know you was dating nobody. Yeah, yeah, You were not secretive, but keeping your private life private. How long did y'all keep y'all relationship secret? Because I think y'all were, like, working was, together and stuff, and nobody knew that y'all were dating. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think it was all the way up until we got engaged. Wow. Um, I think when two people are in the public, I sort of say, mm-hmm. I think it was imperative that we were in, intentional about our relationship. So both of y'all were keeping it a secret. It wasn't just like oh, yeah, yeah. you was it hiding was, her. And but it she... wasn't a secret. It just was we omitted information. Like we weren't. So 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 what happens with a lot of people is they start this whole public persona thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm gonna post on my my like we got it. We go together. Mm-hmm, like Facebook mm-hmm. used to have this thing where like in I'm a in a relationship. With... Like like what, what are you doing on it? And it's like what's interesting is I didn't know anything. I didn't I didn't look her up at all. Like you know when you first meet somebody, you you Google them, you try mm-hmm, to find out mm-hmm. as much information. I was so tired of that. I really just wanted to get to know somebody for who they were. How'd y'all meet? Somebody hooked y'all up? No, you know, we were, we met, we sat next to each other at a relationship symposium. Shout out to Paul Carrick Brunson. Come uh, on, Paul Brunson. It was, it was his book release that we went to. And I was just there. I had just finished the last event for I Need a Wife. I was done. The tour was over. I'm like, I need to shift into something else. I went to this event to kind of see, just, you know, to support. I was there, like, he had a book launch, and she knew him, I knew him, and, and we, you know, we went, sat next to each other, and she was sitting with some, some other dude that I thought she was with, some smoker-looking dude. I'm like, what are you doing with this little skinny cat? You know. But it was energy. She was sitting next to me. I felt the energy, and, and it was just like a connection that was there, and, um, you know, she shot her shot, and then she starts. Shut stalk- up! She shot her shot. She starts stalking me ever since, and and and. My shot don't come down to the studio. Are you lying? I mean, that's what had happened. She was. We don't believe stalking you. And 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 I said, okay, yes, I'll go out. Okay, with so you. this is definitely not the truth. I will go out with you if. You pay for everything. No, I'm <laughs> Wait a second, though, Jack, because I got to talk about the lady shooting a shot. I don't think that that was true in your situation. But let me tell y'all what Jack, how true. Jack sent me off. Definitely not And true. you might not remember this either. I got plenty of Jack stories. Go let me, for it. Let me remind you of another one. Oh, boy. So we sitting down together. I think we was talking about business advice. When I had the Single Wives Club, every business advice conversation turned into, so what you got going on? Why are you single? So, Jack. <laughs> Ask me the question everybody wants to know. Well, what you got going on? And so I'm like, Jack, you know, saying the same thing. I'm sure you probably heard a million times. Let me tell y'all what Jack told me to do. He said, you got to go out by yourself, <laughs> sit at the bar, and make yourself available. Be open. That sounds familiar. Worst advice I ever got, Jack. Let Are me you tell serious? You, worst it did not work for me. It might work for some of y'all. You went to the wrong place. I must have went to the wrong place because what that told the men at this place was like, she the freak, not the friend or the forever. I feel like, How'd and you go? I've had, and no, no, I don't even do all that, Jay. How did I show up? No, I ain't okay, looking no type ahead, of way. Go ahead, go ahead. But I've heard this. It wasn't just me. A lot of times when women make the first move or shoot their shot, the man takes that being takes that as like, oh, she's fast, oh, she's too forward, and it it doesn't always work out. So, do you still give that advice? I do, but that's the wrong type of guy. You don't oh. you don't want that type of guy. Uh, there, there's a difference between approach and pursuit. 
I always tell people, especially women, it's okay to approach a man because what a man needs is just a crack in the door. We just need a, we just need a crack in the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and op- men have so much more rejection than women. Women don't deal. Oh, yeah, women sure. do not deal with rejection. Y'all don't even have it. It doesn't happen. <laughs> like because t- we don't put ourselves out there. Tell me, last time you were rejected. Yeah, no. It exactly. Like you just said, you went to this place and you had all these men coming at you. It's not like that for us. It just wasn't a good look, though, Jack. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm just, all I'm saying is there's a difference between approach versus pursuit. So, okay, tell us the difference. What's approach? So, approach is just saying, hey, I'm interested or um, um, I see you. And if, if a man said, okay, I see you, okay, I see you too, he's going to slide in and pursue. You allow him to pursue. Now, just because you approached and you opened the door, you don't that you don't pursue him. Let him pursue you. And that that's the difference. Some men will approach, they'll kick in the door, but like you just need to crack open the window just a little bit. Just just let us know. So that could be just like a smile. A smile. A it doesn't have to be a, a hey, I see you. Or like a hey okay. from across the room. Something to say, I see crack the door open. Or, hey, go up to me. A lot of women say, well, nobody, nobody comes and talks to me. Did you talk to them? Did you, did you, did you at least go over? Well, it was a group of guys that were standing over at this, but they, they didn't even look at me. They didn't come up and say anything. Did you go over to the group of guys? Why not? Approach is different than pursuit. I promise you, if you went over to that group of guys, it's going to automatically turn into, oh, hey, That's how like you doing? That's like walking into the barbershop. Who is about to do that? Why wouldn't you do that? How has your life been working right now? Jack. Why would you not go in? Why, like, again, go to where men are. Why would you not walk into a barbershop, especially if you're single and you turn turning 50 next year? Go <laughs> to the barbershop? Versus what? sitting at home on your couch? Why would you not go? Why would you not go to I a don't place? even want to take my son to the barbershop, but he belongs there. Well, that's because you marry right now. If you were I wouldn't single, take my nephew. If I was a single woman, I don't want to take my nephew to the barbershop. It's like that's what, a that's pack where, that's of where lions, you're making, yeah. a pack of hyenas. But guess what? Hyenas got to eat. Okay. Hyenas got to eat. Where oh. should they go? Saturday mornings? No. No, that's the husbands taking their sons. That's okay. The- <laughs> All right. You right. Scratch no. that. Okay. No. I'm just, I'm, what I'm saying is put yourself in positions so that you can be seen. Okay. That you can, you know, men just want to see. If they see you, I got a chance to pursue you. Okay. But if they don't see you, you just hiding all the time. That's why you're 50 years old. You ain't got nobody. Because you sitting at home on the couch. Lady that's going to be real bad That's when okay. Come holler at me. Come to the good men's club. Come to the good men's club. Right. So you mentioned the list. <laughs> be getting ladies in trouble they be thinking you know he gotta have the best sex ever which i want to ask you about this best best sex ever because i've gotten mixed answers when we Mm -hmm. talk about like dating rules the Mm -hmm. 90 day rule sex too soon do you advise these men or previously when you were counseling what's your advice on when is an appropriate time to have sex with someone you are not in a committed relationship with but like i don't have any advice about that no nope why? I think it, I think it varies for different people. I've seen I've I've counseled and coached so many people mm-hmm. that uh, I talk to people that have had sex on the first day and have gotten married. So then is that not how do you not be the freak? I thought we didn't want to be the freak. It's not necessarily that's not necessarily the freak. Having sex on the first day don't make you the freak. It don't make you the freak. It depends on the vibe. It depends on the alignment. It depends on the intention. Uh, it depends on the the person and the people that are involved. A freak is somebody that you call just to have sex. On a regular. But if I have sex with you on the first date, am I not putting myself in the category of you can call me anytime to have sex? Maybe. It's possible. Oh, man. I'm not saying. Hey, look, look, when it comes to sex, I will tell you to I, I will tell you to abstain as long as you possibly can. Okay. It's, uh, abstain, abstain as long as you possibly can because it confuses the emotions. It confuses. It sends big signals. It sends out this indicator that, hey, I'm available. I get it, but I can't give... I, I can't give There's advice. Not a rule. Okay. I can't give rules. I can't give advice because I've seen so many different scenarios, especially the older people get. Um, you can't really say that. Like the older people get, the more. So the fifty-year-old lady could bust it open on the first night, and good luck to you. It might work out. I mean, it might. You know, because if you got somebody else just sitting around and like, wow, well, I don't meet anybody either. The older we get, the smaller <laughs> our circles become. 
right? Like when you were in school, you were around like-minded people of the same age. Then you graduated, you got a job, mm -hmm. and you, you, your, your circles start to shrink. Mm -hmm. So when you meet somebody that is of the same caliber, of like mind, believes what you believe, and is into you, you never know. I got her. I, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that answer because I, I did a podcast interview a couple days ago, and someone literally asked me, what are some of the mistakes that you think single women are making? Like, why are so many women still single and, you know, struggling to not be single mm. anymore? And my answer literally was having sex too soon because it confuses things. And I have friends, right? Tell me if this I, is a lie. Tell okay. me if this is a lie. Okay. I have friends who will literally say, I'm going to, male friends, mm -hmm. I intentionally try women that I'm interested in. I'm going to try you dangling the carrot. I believe that. Just to see if you're going to take it. And if you take it, you put yourself in a freak category. And now I've written you off. Not to say I'm going to stop fooling with you, but I've put you in that category. So as women, we think, well, I, I want to give in because I don't want to mess things up. I don't want him to not like me no more. And then we literally do ourselves a disservice because it was just a trick. But that's, like but, but that's women that are operating out of desperation versus their divinity. That's most women, though. Not necessarily. That's a lot of when you When you're being that's intentional about who you are and what it is that you're looking for, that intentionality comes out in a relationship up front. Men know who are wife material. We know who we can trust. So why y'all playing them games? Men grew up, grow, we grew up playing games. We're better at it than women, and women are trying to compete with men who race to the to the to the to the to the light pole to the light pole, red light green light, tag you it. We've been playing games all our life. We've been competitive all our life. We're better at it. Now I'm not saying it's right, but what it's I'm telling wrong. you, it is wrong. But you also have to be intentional about who you're dating. There, there are three types of guys that you shouldn't be dating. Three types of guys that you shouldn't be dating. There's there's the peacock, there's the penis, <laughs> and then there's the project. I'll put it in this order. The peacock, the project, and the penis. Mm -hmm. The peacock is the showboat. Loves to be seen, loves to, loves to put on whatever he has, loves for somebody else to be seen with him. He's just a show, and that's all he's ever going to be. He's not going to commit to you. He just loves the show. So when another better show and an opportunity comes along, he's going to get rid of you. Then there's the project. Now, the project is the Build-A-Bear, the Build-A-Man. It's the guy with so much potential. The I'm about to guy. I'm about to start a business. I'm about to move up in my career. I'm about to, to, to get this house and this car. He's the guy that's always about. And you put in all of your energy and your efforts into fixing him. I got news for you if you got a project. He's broken. Don't try to fix him. Then there's the penis. Now the penis, you know who the penis is. You know him very well. The penis is the one that you can call whenever. His typical name is Dre. You didn't say, listen, if it's Dre. Dre tuning in, I'm sorry, y'all, this is Jack. It's Dre, I don't care. You know, every <laughs> woman know who Dre is. Dre is that dude that you grew up loving. He was a, he was a thug. He just had that, he had something about him. You don't know what it was, but Dre wasn't about nothing. He, he had no codes, no guidance, no connection to God, nothing. Dre was a penis, and the penis did exactly what it was supposed to do. The peacock, the project, and the penis. Those are guys that you shouldn't be dating intentionally. You got to have that intentionality about yourself before you get up in the relationship and to be able to use your divinity and discernment to see who that guy is before he even approaches you or not just approaches you, but starts to pursue you and you allow him to pursue you. You got to weed them out. A lot of women are asking the wrong questions or none at all or none at all to guys. So you, your, your, your filter is flawed. So if you're not vetting guys appropriately and, and you're in your middle age and you're like you're in your 30s and 40s and you're still asking these cookie cutter popcorn questions, well, you deserve some of the results that you're getting. 
Speaking of questions, I got some questions for you, Jack. Perfect It's time to play Pull Your Card. You can grab a deck at PullYourCard.com or click the button below. We got some fancy little buttons. All you got to do is click down below. I love it. Okay, so inside Pull Your Card, there are five different decks. We got Taboo. We got Heads Up. We got Categories. We got Never Ever Have a Ever that gets a little spicy. I'm not going to do that to you. We're going to play a little trivia tonight, Jack. Are you ready? Bring it on. All right. I don't have a prize, but try your best. Question number one. Man, I don't get a prize. No prize. Okay, I'm just answering questions. You don't embarrass yourself okay. here. Okay, okay good, that's, that's good the point. prize. Okay, right. who played Martin Lawrence's sister in Bad Boys Two? Gabrielle Union. Too easy. All right. What did Kevin Hart go to school and say to his teacher? Dun, 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 dun. We got to get some music. <clears throat> All right, all right, all right. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Should I tell him the right answer? I'm not going to tell you the right answer. Should don't tell, tell me. Don't answer? tell me. Don't okay. tell me. I'm, if I'm you think know, put it in the comments below. Okay. What was Steve Urkel's cousin's name on Family Matters? You know this. Oh, was it? Uh, I mean, I know I know what he looks like. Um, it's a she, first of all. It's a she. Okay, well, I, I'm, you I'm out. Know. I'm out. out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Okay, these are a little harder than I thought they were. Okay, I know you're going to get this one. Name three famous actresses that Will Smith dated on Fresh Prince. Okay. Uh, Just three. Uh, Jada Pinkett. Yes. Um, Neil Long. Okay. And uh, I want to say, was Gabrielle Union? No, Gabrielle Union went on there. Um, Come on, one man. more. You can do this. What's her, what's her name? Uh, I forgot. Okay, give me one. Give give me one. Just, give you one more. Yeah, just give me one more. Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. That's oh, man. Come on, come on. So, yeah, you, she uh, had the forehead. I she forgot. Had the forehead, she had the forehead. Yeah. Okay, last but not least, what city did Craig move to to get away from Debo? That means you have no clue. All right. Well, guys, try this game with your friends and see if they can do better than Jack because Jack got one out of five. But it's okay. We're not going to judge you because... Did he move to Atlanta? He... He moved to Atlanta, didn't he? Absolutely he did Atlanta. not move to Atlanta. Moved if to Atlanta. you know the answer, put it down below. Or just grab your deck at pullyourcart.com. He moved, he moved upstate. He moved somewhere. California. No, it was he did. upstate. It was what upstate. city was it? I, I can't remember. It was, it was like... I don't know. You ain't got it. It's okay. I forgot. I know it was still California. It was still California. It was, California. It was not Atlanta. It, it was, was in the still suburbs. California. It was the with, suburbs. Moved with his uncle. He moved with Day Day. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, I can't remember what's. what's It'll come city. to you later. Okay. Let me know when it does. Your questions are too hard. Good. <laughs> One out of five, y'all. Yes. Try your luck. Okay. Pullyourcard.com. But for uh, the people who want to connect with these good men that yeah. you got yeah, a yeah, gaggle yeah. of, yeah. look in this camera. Let them know where they can find these good men, where they can find Jack Daniels. If you are interested in collecting, I'm sorry, I collect and connect. Don't collect them, y'all. Don't collect them. I do the collecting and connecting you to good men that are looking for great women. Simply go to goodmen.tv and fill out the information, and you will be added to our VIP list. You can also go to uh, any of my social media, Jack Daniels TV, uh, on all social media platforms. And the Good Men Show airs every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Good Men's Club. And we got plenty of them. He said he got all of them, y'all. Plenty of them. I've all been collecting them. for years. And you ain't like, running out. No, no. We got like. 100 plus on deck. Come on, 100 plus on deck. And, and, and all and, you need is one. And I'm talking one. about men that are volunteering. I'm, and that ain't the database. I'm talking about men that are just already. These are just a few out of yeah, the Yeah, men that are already volunteered to come on to the show. And if you want to check out the last couple, like this guy in Columbia who seems like he might be a good catch, go on and log on to Facebook, catch the replay, and shoot your shot. Y'all. We got to get Jack back on the show because I ain't even, I got through like two of the questions I had here for Jack. Let me know in the comments if y'all want to see Jack back. We'll put in a good word. So much. Bring them back. So much. So, so much more. So much. So we got to do it again. We can do it again. Pinky. Yeah, we, we, We're doing it again. Because we, we, we ain't talking about you being the girl dad. Jack got triplets at the house. We ain't talking about none of that. He got to come back. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Subscribe to the channel and share this episode. Peace. Hey, guys.
Hey, I hope you enjoyed that video. This channel is all about encouraging you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you'll be notified when the next video drops. And comment below and let me know what you want to see on the next video. Peace out. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.